Hello, I'm Greg Barron. I would like to welcome you to episode three of the Follow the Leader audio podcast. Today's episode is simply determination. There's so many things that are important to success. So many different factors that contribute to whether or not an enterprise or an effort or something you are attempting will succeed or fail. But the most important of these, from all corners, from all educators, from so many different people, is determination. Just the will to keep going, to keep putting one foot in front of the other, even if you don't know exactly where you're headed. I'm serious. You might laugh at that. You're like, well, why should I be out there struggling, pushing myself if I don't even know what the, the, the barren man don't know what he's talking about? No, no, no. Listen to me now. I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk to you about things that I had not already experienced on my own. And as usual, there's a story. There's probably several stories. But the story I'm going to start with Full disclosure, just telling you so that you will know, because sharing means caring, right? My life does not, it does not revolve around my disabilities, but I have to focus on them in order to make things happen. There are things I have to work around, that I have to work through, that I have to deal with on a daily basis. It's just a fact. And so... The more that I focus on these things and deal with them and be responsible with them, then the the more I can focus on other things that I aspire to do or that I'm trying to do, especially things that I'm trying to do to help people. So I have to help myself first before I can think about helping other people. That's just natural. That's just common sense. But full disclosure, everyone who's listened to the podcast should know that I'm legally blind, visually disabled, and I am a double amputee below the knee, so I walk on a pair of prosthetic legs. I'm also a kidney dialysis patient. I have to go to dialysis three times a week for about four hours each time. And this is not a, I do this because it is a a nice thing to do. This is maintenance that I have to do every day that it is called for in order to maintain my health. And it's a blessing that I'm able to do it and that I have such caring and wonderful people to take care of me at the clinic, the doctors, the nurses, and the nurse technicians, and everyone who's involved with that that organization, that type of organization. But it takes a little bit out of me. On those days, I'm usually done. I go to dialysis, do my thing, and I come back, and I have to fall out for a little while. I have to get in something to eat. And then I can get up and start thinking about all these grandiose things I want to do to communicate with the world. But these are things I have to factor in. These are not things that I'm complaining about. It's just what I have to do. And so I have to take care of me before I can try to take care of y'all. That's just how I go. So 
I do my best with that. And and I'm serious about it. I, I, I try to take good care of Greg. I'm not careless or cavalier about it or any of those those other words. But I have to be determined in order to wade through all of this stuff, to keep track of the numbers and make sure I get up and do this, make sure I exercise, make sure for everything that I need to do, I'm, I'm on top of it. I have to be responsible to my health first. And and also, look now, I've been on earth, on earth for a little more than half a century. So I might sound young and rugged, but really I'm not. It just, this is just that's just how I come across. Um, I, I do my best, but it's a battle. It's something, but it's a battle that I choose to fight. It's a, I made the decision that no matter how I feel, no matter what I have to deal with, no matter what life puts on the table for me, because of all the things that I've been given and how I've been blessed, I want to give back and bless other people. And I will do that. It is my decision. Once I decide to do it, then somebody put the bat in my hand, I'm swinging. I'm going to do it. And that's how I want you to be. I want you to reflect on the things that you want to accomplish, the things you want for your life, the things you want for your kids, the things you want out of your profession, your chosen vocation. And I want you to be willing to be determined to get a grip on that thing and make it go, make it, like a friend of mine says, make it do what it do. And that's a, that's a way to be determined, to focus and really put your back into it, like they say, and get it moving. And determination is not something that comes easily. If it came easily, everybody would do it. It is something that had to be developed. And it's something that has has to be developed. I was already going in my mind to the, the story that I wanted to share with you. When I, when I, my first disability was when they amputated my right leg below the knee. Now they did it to save my life. It was a good thing that they did it. I had a terrible infection that had gotten to the bone. Um, something that happens to a lot of diabetics and um, which I am one. And so they amputated my leg years and years ago, back around 2006, to save my life. And so the recovery was long and complicated. And so I laid there in the hospital bed, and I knew that at some point they were going to turn me loose, and I was going to have to learn how to walk on a prosthetic leg but I was not aware of what my involvement in that would be exactly. I knew I was going to be there for it. And one day I was going to get, oh, pardon me, kicking that. One day I was going to get fitted for a prosthetic leg. And then I was going to have to get up and I was going to have to do something. But I said, well, I don't know when that's going to be, so I'm not going to worry about that. I'm just going to lay here in the bed, let the doctors do what they do, let the nurses do what they do. And I was there in the hospital for quite some time. And one day, this, this young lady came in, 
and um, very attractive young lady, but, but that's neither here nor there. And she came in and she said, you're Mr. Barron, right? I said, yes. She said, well, um, I'm here from um, therapy because there's some work that you need to do. And I laid there in the bed and I said, doesn't this lady know that they cut my leg off? What kind of work is she suggesting that I do exactly? And she said, they're not going to let you leave the hospital until you prove that you can walk. And I sat up and I looked. I sat up for the first time in a couple of weeks. I said, what do you mean walk? I can't walk. They cut my leg off. She said, you're going to have to walk on a walker and you're going to have to prove that you can get around without hurting yourself before they let you go home. And until you do that, they're not even going to worry about really fitting you for that leg because you're not going to need it. But you have to get out of here first, my friend. And she came and sat down on the bed and she, she talked to me for a few minutes. And she showed me some pictures of people who had done this and done that. I was like, yeah, 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 but none of the people, that's not me. I don't know how that's going to work for me. She said, well, we're going to try an experiment just to see what happens, okay? I said, okay. I thought she meant she was going to put on a little dog and pony show just for me. She said, no. She said, no, you have to sit up. Sit up. And she produced this harness. And I was like, what is that for? And she said, that's for me to make sure that you don't fall on the floor and injure yourself. And I looked at him. And I was like, you are serious. You you expect me to get up out of this bed? She said, yes, that's what you're going to do. See, up to that point, when I had to go somewhere, people came and got me. I didn't even go in a wheelchair. They just rolled the whole bed. Like if I had to go to x-rays, this is back in the days when they had to do it like that. And when they couldn't come to the bed and do x-rays, and I said, uh, okay. I said, well, let's see what you're talking about. I'll, I'll at least put your little harness on. I put the harness on. And she said, and she had on a pair of gloves and that looked like work gloves. And she said, don't worry. She said, I'm, this is what I do. This is what I do for a living. I'm trained to do this. I said, well, you know, you, you're a tiny little person. I don't know if you catch big old me. I know they cut my leg off now, but it's, you know, there's still a little substance to the big man. Now. And I was not big at all. I'd, I'd been lying in the bed for months. And I had lost a lot of muscle tone, muscle strength. And so I was a, I was a light load of poles, really. And so she said, get up now, Mr. Barron. This is, the discussion is over. Let's, let's get up. I was like, eh, eh, it's like that. Okay, all right. So I got up, she put this thing over my leg, this big, this plastic shield that she hooked around my waist. I said, okay, one contraption. Then she threw the harness around me. Okay, more contraptions. And then she brought the walker in. And she said, first, let's see if you can stand up off the bed into the walker. I said, oh, that's that's not going to be a problem. That's just standing up. I couldn't get up off the bed. I couldn't, I tried pushing with my one leg and my two arms and I I could not get up. And I I sat there on the bed and she patted me on the back and she said, that's what it's like the first time. Now you have to concentrate now. I can help you get up if you want me to, or I can let you put your back into it. 
So basically, she was saying that I wasn't doing enough. She said in a very nice way, now I can drag you up on your feet, mister, or you can put your back into it and really try this time. So I said, okay, all right, all right, lady, I got you. So I I really did everything I could, and I got up on my feet. And I mean, I was blowing hard, standing there shaking, and she patted me on the shoulder, and she said, most people don't get that done, Mr. Barrett. She said, well done. And I was like, oh, is this what this is going to be like? I was like, oh, man. And I had to make the decision right then. Was I going to continue? Or was I going to stop right there? And she said, do you want to go on? I said, yes. Whatever going on means. And so she helped me walk from the bed to the door. Not out of the room, just to the door. It was all very dramatic. Like a scene out of a movie. Like a man who's been walking in the desert for 30 days. And you know you have the music. And I I got to the door and I said, help me get back to the bed. And she helped me get back to the bed. And I sat down and she sat down with me. She patted me on the back. And she said, very good. She said, you're going to be a very good patient. And I said, wait a minute. I said, so there's more. I have to do more of this. And, okay. And to make a very long story short, she taught me how to walk again. And I walked out in the hall. Then eventually I walked down to the nurse's station and back. And then eventually I walked out to the big window where I could see my car out in the parking lot. And that represented something to me. That Okay, a sign of the world out there beyond the hospital that I'm trapped in. I said, okay, brother. Okay. All righty then. And so from that point, I was locked in. I was like, oh, yeah, we getting up out of here one way or another. We going to get out of here. We going to get that leg and we going to move on. So I told you that story to tell you that determination is a decision. Determinate, I'm sorry, I get emotional and I, I start talking all over myself. Well, full disclosure, full disclosure. Another thing that happened to me last year, a year ago, a year ago this week, as a matter of fact, I came down with an awful case of pneumonia. And I know people are saying, dear God, all these terrible things happened to this man. But listen to me now, listen to me. It happened in the best way possible. Because when it happened, I was sitting at dialysis about to start treatment. So when I collapsed, unable to breathe, I was surrounded by medical personnel. And really a stone, a stone's throw from the hospital. And so those people that saved my life on a weekly basis 
suddenly they, they had a much more dramatic way to save my life. And they did. I remember one of the nurses said, oh, Greg doesn't look right. <laughs> and I was blacking out. I was going under. And I had a, oh, they had to crack my chest to get all that stuff out of my chest. And that was a year ago, right before the pandemic started. I got in the hospital and out of the hospital in a matter of weeks, matter of weeks, I'm sorry, before the pandemic started. But it's important to note that when I lost consciousness for a while and my oxygen got short, I know that it affected, it's, it's affected me in a lot of ways. I have the cons, it's harder to concentrate. It's harder to put together things out of the air. You know, being blind, there's a lot of things you have to put together out of the air because you don't have notes composed in front of you. You don't have things written down. You can't read things. And I got used to that. I did that for a while. But ever since everything happened with the pneumonia, it's, it's been more difficult. And so the challenges keep coming, you know, I'm a faithful man of God, but you have to remember that that doesn't mean things are going to be easy. There are going to be challenges. There are going to be tests. And there is no testimony without the test. Without the test, I have nothing to tell you about how to get it it going, about how to be strong, how to be determined, how to keep it moving. And so I overcome these things on a daily basis in a lot of different ways so that I can come and just let y'all know about it. I, I can bring it all together in a way that hopefully helps you guys realize that you can do the same things too. Everybody's got issues. Everybody's got problems. But but God never gives you more than you can bear. More than you can overcome and know what it's like to be victorious. And so I live a life of victory every day over my many, over my many issues and problems. And it's all great. I love it. And being determined is a huge part of how I'm able to make that engine go. Just one foot in front of the other. I just refuse to accept defeat. I'm not done yet. I need to get a hat that says not done yet because I'm not. And there are things I want to do, experience, accomplish, and I will. And I want you to think about the things that you want to do, experience, accomplish, because you can have those things too. Now you have to be determined. It's rare that somebody's just going to come drop it in your lap. Now, if somebody does that, God bless you. Do your thing. But more, more, most of the time, you're going to have to work for it. You not only have to work for it, you're going to have to struggle for it. And you can do it, though. You can do it. Just like I can do it, just like I am doing it. So think about your everyday struggles. Think about your everyday battles. Think about how determined you have to be just to get up, get to work, get home get to school, get it done, get home, How to just to deal with your everyday relationships and responsibilities. 
And you can apply this determination to dealing with issues of larger success, of expanding, using your resources to expand what you have and what you are involved with. And you're like, man, Baron, I hear what you're saying, man, but I got these kids, or man, I got two jobs already, man. Or man, Baron, I don't feel like doing it. Now, attitude is an important part of determination. You have to make your attitude, you have to be the master of your attitude. Your attitude ain't there to ruin you. You are there to determine what your attitude should be. You are there to say, what's that line? I am the captain of my destiny. Hey, you the one steering the wheel of the ship, your ship of life. So you have to accept that responsibility. You have to be strong enough. Only what only the strong survive and you have to survive in order to succeed. So success is what we're talking about here now. Success in life and success in business requires what? Determination. Right. And look, I'm just a regular fella now. I'm just an ordinary dude. You can do it too. All these things I'm doing is not magic. It's it's all very simple. And then you just have to, what, put your back into it. Whether you're male, female, young, old, black, white, it doesn't matter. You can do it. So I want you to reflect on these things. I want you to think about these things. This has been a very important week in America. So many things have happened. Uh, The King holiday is always an important time for all people to reflect on our freedoms, what they mean and what they should mean. And then also we've had the now peaceful transition of power in Washington. And we have to move forward to try to help, help our nation recover from the pandemic and unrest and civil problems. And we all have to work together in order to make that happen. And we can do it. But we have to be determined to work together. We're not here to oppress each other. We have to be determined in order to treat each other with respect. And treat each other with kindness. It's important. It's important for for people from different places, different walks of life, to work together, and truly be fellow citizens. But it can be done. And and it's something that we should do. And so I encourage you to think of yourself not as being different from everyone else, but look at the things that you have in common with other people. And so when I do this podcast, I want to reach out And I want to find the similarities between myself and people out there in the world. And we're so many. We're only human. God put us here to be brothers and sisters. I believe that. And so that is how I live my life. And that is how I will continue. So I hope that it can benefit you in some 
small way. That's that's my goal. Whenever I get up here and start yakking, that's what I have in mind. So I am determined that I'm going to be that for the people I know, uh, people I don't know, people that... Oh, and, and, and by the way, last week I got a lot of positive feedback about the first episodes I put out on Anchor and the video podcast that I did on you you can find them on my YouTube channel, Gregory Allen Barron, or you can find them on my Instagram account, Gregory Allen Barron. Again, that's where I'm at everywhere in the world. Or no matter what platform, if you're looking for me, look for Gregory A-L-A-N Barron B-A-R-R-O-N. And I'm not spelling Gregory because you should know how to spell that. One G in the middle. Okay? Don't trip. That's not how my parents put it on me. But back to what I was saying, I've, I've checked me out on all those different places. And I want you to know, I want you to understand that being determined to reach out to other people is something that is fulfilling to me and it's something that I have to it's something that takes a lot of effort for me to do but doing it makes me feel like I'm contributing something trying to help other people and so that's that's just a, a huge blessing for me but I'm it's new for me and both video and audio and so I'm still feeling my way through how to do it but I, but the feedback that I've gotten it really touched me. It really meant a lot to me. And so little by little, I'm going to open myself up to other feedback and even to conversations with people because I've been encouraged by you. Just as I try to encourage you, so too you have encouraged me. And the wheel goes round and round and round, you know? So, okay. I think that um, now y'all know that man is determined. So I think I've covered that. And once again, this has been the Follow the Leader audio podcast, episode three, Determination. And I hope you will continue to listen, seek me out. And I hope that once I come up with ways for you to interact with me, you will do so. Thank you very much for listening. And remember now, I have this awesome comedy routine at the end where I try to figure out where the button is to turn this off. Hold on. Give me a minute. I'm going to stop talking so I can hear the little faint sound. Hold on.